I, first off, it's all about consent. Second of all, I already said I ain't taking the eye out and doing it. She's got to already have the eye removed, and it's got to be like okay with her. Otherwise, I am not about that life. Some hostile I'm gonna go shit. now. <laughs> oh. Well, yes, that, that's going to do our show. I don't understand. I want to go now. <laughs> he missed. He missed. Key. Chancy, <laughs> damn it. Damn it, Lurch, get back in the basement. You're freaking out the guest. <laughs> but, yes, that. Music. Well, I have panic disorder, rage, severe depression. On top of all that, I'm stressing. Uh-huh. Took a blind date to my therapy session and then tried to kill her. Her first impression was I'm proving I gotta be. I need a lumbotomy. Yes. But when I press play, trouble leaves up out of me. Fuck the real world and my fat ass stuck in. Cause in my music, hotties are fucking Woo. expression. Getting out all I wrote. Depression, ripping out all your throat. And if my hearing was ever to go, mass murder would be inevitable. I'm a Welcome to this week's episode of Maniacal Music Musings, or as we affectionately call it, The Cube. As always, I am joined by my fellow co-host, Jeremy Bryant. How are you today, Jeremy? Oh, you know, being attacked on the left and right on Facebook for comments I make, but what else is new on every day? So let's just have a good show, and I got my vape, I got my drink, my long drink, and let's get this going. And as always, always, we are joined by a guest this week, a guest I have been waiting a long time for because she is our first non-bastard-oriented guest, though she has been a guest on Bracket Bastards since last weekend, but, and that, of course, is Amanda Kohlhofer, or as she, might like be call, as she might like to be called today, Lisa Sawyer, from the Sip List podcast, and which is a podcast I've been on twice solo, and Chancy and I were on once together. Yeah, and, we're going to be on a few episodes. I'm going to be on a few episodes of it coming up eventually at some point, too, as well, again and again. And other shows she's on, because me and Amanda are friends now. So, yay! yay! But, so, as always, we all brought our CDs to the table this week to compare and to just go and see what's going on. Yeah. And, as always, our guest goes first with her CD. So, Amanda, tell, tell the audience what CD you brought to the table and why you love it so. Okay. Well, I thank you for having me, first of all. Um, Pleasure is ours. have the album, um, and I should have known. I can't remember if this is his debut album or not. I don't think it is, but I could be wrong. I don't Um, think it is either. I'm pretty sure it's not. Okay. He is a Fort Worth native, which is where I live, and... um, Surprisingly enough, when he released this album, he was 25 years old, and you would never guess that by listening to it if you didn't know who he was. And it is Coming Home by Leon Bridges. I don't really know her destination, but I got a feeling I need to be your passenger. So you let me be your passenger. A ship. Said I like the way, said I like the way, yeah. You sail your ship out, and me be your cargo home. I won't wear you down, no honey, I won't wear you down. And why is it so important to you? Why do you love it? I mean, it just, you know, I'm very much into soul and blues and like we're kind of talking about off air. I don't know if you're going to make a joke about it, but Otis Redding and, 
you know, Motown, man. Sam, all, all of that kind of, I love blues and just soul. And I love that. See, that's what's up. See, that's what's up. Yeah. I love the blues and I love Motown and I love that stuff. Jeremy was hating on my blues albums every time I put them up. Every time I put up a blues album, he hates on it. Not true. I like blues, but it has to be some upbeat shit in there as well, not the freaking depressing sunhouse shit. It's the blues. <laughs> yeah, right? It's not called the fucking happy, sir. <laughs> but even they get laid once in a while, so they're happy once in a while. Hey, a lot of times blues is very upbeat. It's one of my favorite genres to cook dinner to. Um, I listen to a lot of it. And, you know, we got we got kind of a resurgence of bringing that to the modern table with, you know, Leon Bridges and Alabama Shakes, who I also I love. I love the Alabama Shakes. Oh, my God. I'm yeah. so glad you brought them up. <laughs> so they've brought this old-timey genre back to the forefront. And, you know, this album is definitely more bluesy and soul and it feels old even though it's not but he has a lot of other stuff too like some of his newer stuff is like some really nice R&B like he changes it up and I don't know this album is so beautiful and my my number one song from the album whenever we get to that is one of my favorite songs of all time it like it makes my heart hurt because it's so good which yeah I mean I could We'll get to the we'll get to the songs. We we'll get to our top fives, but which right. which just so you know, Amanda, in this show, which I did kind of steal the top five idea from your show, just a little truthfulness there. Which I, I, knew I you didn't wouldn't invent care. that. <laughs> I I'm, I know that, but still, I gotta be truthful because that's why how I am. But so, yeah, um, we the way we do it in this show is we all give our reviews of each CD, and then we go to the top fives. Yeah, and okay. we get we we give the top five all at once, and you start with your honorable mentions, and then you go to number five. Which is a little okay. bit different. Which is a little bit different from how you do it on your show and how, and from how we were doing it on TBA before that show got canceled. But so, Chancy, let's hear your review of Amanda CD because it always makes me it always makes me giggle, it always makes me giggle though when you give reviews. So, literally, like I said um, beforehand, I I did I enjoyed the album. It, it so. Going into this, like uh, you know, I want everyone to know that. And I mean, you know, like the uh, the audience as well as everyone on the show, that I I I equally wrote roasts for all of our albums. Like while I was listening to Amanda's album, the whole fucking time, I literally was like, I feel like I'm fixing to get called to Vietnam at any fucking moment. <laughs> <laughs> I had, dude, okay. I had to. I had to double take to find out when this shit, you know, when it came the fuck out. Like I was like, I didn't believe in time travel till I heard this shit. And I thought it was like, <laughs> I was like, until I realized this came out in 2015, I was like, Oh shit. Right. But, uh, you know, and also at the same time, the reason that I felt like it was, you know, like you, like you had said, it's like, it literally, it encompasses so much, you know, classic iconic sound from the the times you know the time frame not even just like the genre itself literally at times the vanilla the the cd felt so vanilla i felt like i had to push two twin beds together to fuck my girlfriend (laughs) 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 i having said that I, i i really did enjoy the album like i i did 
I just I have I had to find funny shit to say about it because it was just like I gotta I gotta fucking that's me that's my that's my purpose on this show. Well, that was a good one. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> but yes, definitely a thumbs up. I enjoyed the album. It's not a, a you're not gonna get a complaint out of me from it. Now I'm here. I'm curious to hear Mr. Jeremy's album here. Well, as the master of everything heavy and metalish in my mind, but. I did enjoy this album actually a lot more than I thought I would because I, I as as Chancey knows right now, but as Amanda might not know, I am truly one of those people who knows what music I like and knows what and everything else to me is just keep it on the radio, keep it on my stereo. But I do find surprises on this show very often lately because I did enjoy this CD a hundred percent because it was a it was a good CD. I picked the top five and. I got two honorable mentions even because it was that there was that many tracks I enjoyed. Some tracks were like, eh, I don't want to skip it, but I kind of want to, and I didn't, yeah. but because I refuse to skip. That's, that's my rule. I can't skip tracks for this show, but unlike on Bracket Bastards, but they also give me the most bullshit radio shit, though. So yeah, but I, this CD I actually enjoyed greatly. I mean, I, I di- it did. I mean, it was kind of like the end of a work day, and I turned it on like as I'm on my last couple stops for work, and I'm just like, Rocking out to it, I'm like, all right, all right, I can appreciate this, I can appreciate this. Mm-hmm. And then my wife made me run back, run back out to the liquor store, and I wanted to kill her, but because once I'm home, I hate leaving. But I, right, exactly, T- message me at least. I may say no, but at least you could try. Because <laughs> but... <laughs> I don't like my girl, I don't like when my wife drinks, but that's personal shit. <laughs> but so, and she doesn't like when I drink either, so it's it's equal. But so, yeah, I did enjoy the city greatly. So. As always, Yay. as always, and this will be the way it goes for every CD, you give your top five first, Amanda. Okay. And I'm going to count down from five, or you said do the honorable yep. mentions first. Honorable yeah, mentions honorable first. mentions, and then five okay. to one. Yep. So um, my honorable mentions were um, Lisa, Lisa Sawyer, which is the name I put on my thing. I like that song a lot. I knew I heard um, that name somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> And then uh, Brown Skin Girl. I really like that song, too. My top five are... So I tend to, and you'll see this when we get to your pick, Jeremy. I I tend to go more towards the slower, soulful songs. So I have a couple. My number five is Smooth Sailing. And I think that might be the most upbeat one on my list, although they all kind of have, you know... um, but I just really like that one. It just it makes you just feel like happy go lucky, and I really enjoy that. My number four is Mississippi Kisses, and um, am I supposed to talk about each one of them or just run through it? You can do it, it however you like. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say your deal, dealer's it, choice. It brings more emotion into it if you actually talk about it. Yeah, man. Well, I'll I'll talk more about um, my the the other ones. So yeah, four Mississippi Kisses. Number three is Shine. And then number two is Coming Home. And that was, you know, obviously it's the title track from the album, but it's, you know, it's just so beautiful. And it's it's fun, but it's still just like, it brings you a lot of nostalgia, which is one thing about Leon Bridges that I think kind of, like like you said, it, it takes you, I mean, back to a time when we weren't even alive, but right. you can still appreciate what it felt like and it's it's so it's kind of like michael buble 
how when he came out and he was able to, <laughs> yeah. you know, I feel like Leon Leon Bridges is the sole version of Michael Bublé. And I, I mean that in a good way, not in a bad right. way. It's just, you know, taking you back to times that we weren't even alive for. Great Depression times, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> and my number one song is River. And it's just one of the most beautiful songs I've ever heard in my life. Um and it actually, you know, got picked up on some TV shows and just other random stuff. So, but it's just, I don't know. When I hear it, it just makes me want to, like, cry, but also smile. And also maybe, like, slow dance with somebody, but also maybe just sway by myself and just, like, like give myself a hug. And I'm just, like, it's just so powerful to me. So, yes, I said give myself a hug. <laughs> Well, I'm not. I'm not there to give you one. So you got nothing yeah, wrong yeah, with exactly. a little self-soothing. I mean, yeah, it's just, it's such a warm song to me. Like it, I, I don't know. It's just beautiful. So that is my favorite off the entire album. All it's right, probably well, my favorite song of his. Funny thing is, we had one song in common, and it was on the opposite side of my top five. But oh. Chancy, how about you? How'd you line up with Amanda there as you take a puff? Uh. Actually, we also lined up with one, but uh, it was also kind of at the other end of the spectrum of my top five, which is interesting. Okay, now I'm curious to see if we actually hit the same thing in the same mark, Chancy. <laughs> oh, yeah? That's funny. I'm, I'm interested in that now, but hey, I'll go next to my top five. Yeah. But So, my honorable mentions were Pull Away and Here in My Arms, because... I always tell my wife, as long as you're my arms, you're the safest you could be. So, yeah. And I mean, I do it to get laid, but it means that way in a lot of different ways. But I'm I'm a man. Forgive me. Do you know that we dream of being touched by our husbands without the expectation of sex? Well, I, never, I I rarely get it, so she has the expectation. So, <laughs> but number five was out of line because. I'm out of line constantly when I talk to people. So I love that song because it was kind of like, they talking about me, <laughs> but maybe. And number four was there she goes, because it's a good crushing song. Cause we've all just seen women walk by in a store and we are like in a restaurant where it's like, damn. And then my wife slaps me for looking at another girl, but no, <laughs> I, I'm kidding. But well, she just yelled me, but <laughs> number three, and actually told Senor Harvey Laguerre, this should be the theme song for his show. I, number three is a better man. Oh, yeah. I told Harvey. I, I told Harvey Laguerre that should be the theme song for Men of the Prize podcast. But because and uh, he hasn't he didn't respond to that comment. But he I told him it should be. <laughs> but I can't believe nobody <laughs> in that chat chimed in on Leon Bridges besides you and me. I was upset. I uh, I thought DeAndre did, but I could be. Wrong. Oh, I, did I, he? Okay, I'm wait, sorry. I could be wrong. I even tagged Harvey and said, Harvey, this seems like your type of music. And like he I'm surprised he wasn't it like, does oh, feel yeah. like something Harvey would would love. Oh yeah, Harvey loves this type of blue stuff. Like, I mean, he he brought to us Riding with the King with BB King and uh Eric Clapton. Yeah, there you go. I don't know why I want to say Bruce Springsteen, but yeah. <laughs> Number two is Brown Skin Girls, because Brown Skin Girls, well, it's Virginia too, so I kind of have a soft spot for that. But <laughs> but Brown Skin Girls is it Oh, yes. And it was a very good song. So I it did. It was my number two song. My number one song was 
Smooth Sailing. <laughs> because it was the most upbeat song, and I loved that tempo in it. Yeah. And it was, just, it was just a good song overall. It's very fun. But that's my top five. Sir Chancellor, what do you say? <laughs> so it's funny. Between your honorable mentions and your top five, you literally called out like, Pretty much like almost like like four out of my five. <laughs> Funny stuff. Um, you know, I, I I didn't have any honorable mentions for any of our albums, but as you know, we're as I was listening to you talk, I I do recall uh, Brown Skin Girl being quite a good, you know, quite and it was it's a very good song. And if I were to choose a honorable mention. I would also agree with the two of you that that would be a good song for one. Um, My number five was the same number five as Jeremy's, but not for the same reason. I just enjoyed the song and thought it was good. But my number five was out of line. You you tell me that you ain't out of line all the time too, boy? Come on. Well, I mean... They they straight thought my... Jess and Q straight thought my album was your album the other week because you're so out of line usually. When... uh, you know, when it comes to lines and stuff like that, you know, how they always say there's a fine line between genius and insanity. I snorted at it. <laughs> fucking, you know, when it comes to lines, I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't fuck around with them. There's I what lines. I played with that line. Yeah, right? Like, what lines? What lines? <laughs> I, don't no lines. Line. I, I don't draw the lines. I just cross them. Yeah. Yeah. And then my number four was Here in My Arms. Nice. Uh, number three was There She Goes. Now, I had a problem because my number two and my number one should just basically be in the same slot because I couldn't. We call like, that a DP. It, right? Uh, initially, I had Shine as my number one and then Pull Away. I was like, man, I don't know. So I basically pull away and shine are kind of like a tie for both one and two independently. I couldn't, I couldn't put one over the other on that. But uh, yeah, that that was, that was my top five. And then, you know, I was just counting my blessings. I didn't get, you know, getting, get called up in there for the draft. (laughs) (laughs) Just tell me of bone spurs. Bone spurs, yeah, right. Oh, My dad fun. actually was almost called into Vietnam. They uh, they actually stopped pulling the draft like twelve. It's either twelve days or twelve numbers before his birthday. Oh wow, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, uh, that happened my, my uncle too. He, my dad's older brother, like he almost got, same thing. Like he almost got pulled into Vietnam, but it stopped right before his birthday. Right. My parents are too young for that. <laughs> they were young parents. <laughs> Nah, but, and actually, it's funny, because I almost forgot to mention that my two honorable mentions, Pull Away and Hear My Arms, they're kind of like opposite songs, because, like, usually the girl wants to be here in your arms, she just wants you to pull away, so, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I kind of like the difference between that, like, those two songs, like, I don't know, I just, I thought it was funny. I can't believe neither of you had River. That it's song too slow. Just, I mean, oh. it, was, it was a good song, but, okay. I mean. Too slow. Too slow? Okay. I, it's not to. I mean, it. I. I. It was one of those things where I had the five songs that stuck out, like stood out to me the most. 
for whatever reason. I mean, I, I literally got I, I shouldn't say I got it out of the way. I got into researching this episode basically as soon as I possibly could. Right. So I spent all my free time over the weekend listening to, uh, you know, your album, his album, my album. Um, and I wrote it all down just right out the gate just to have it all done and ready to go. So that way I can I like to go into every show, whether it be this one or the other one that we're on fresh with no. Like I like no preconceived recollection. Uh, Just like I I write all my stuff down for the show for this show, so that way I have all my reference points. But like I want to keep my my mind and wits about me, so that way I can come up with like non sequiturs and good one liners (laughs) to make a fucking you know good joke and a good show. I'm like me who. I'm like me who got so had so much meat in the, one of our first shows that I couldn't even see my list because I went hit, kind of blind for a minute. <laughs> but, <laughs> I listened that, to all three albums today to be oh nice to, to you be wanted fresh. It fresh. Yeah. yeah, that's that's the way I usually go too, and I used to be working every day, but since especially, I was off today, but especially Jeremy's because I had never heard it before. My album, I've heard Chancey's album, I've heard. But yours I had never heard before. So I was like, let me listen to all of them today just to, you know. I was banking on the fact that you probably had heard my album before when I picked it. It's been a while Uh, other than a few songs. Well, let's actually get to that because Chancey. Chancey motherfucking fancy. It's time to start your album. Oh, yeah. You want want me to do mine now? Um, Yeah. And now it's your album, sir. I chose uh, the Gin Blossoms' new miserable experience. Tell me, do you think you'd be alright? If I could just crash here tonight, you'd see I'm no shape for driving. And anyway, I've got no place to go. Yet you know it might not be that bad. You were the best I ever had. And it's kind of one of those things that the main reason that I picked it because it has like my two favorite songs by the band on it. And it's amusing because I actually like with this album, I I was able to kind of bond with my dentist. He's a younger guy and I like will play my music every now, like, cause like I, I have, I have a lot of dental stuff cause I had a weird, um, it's they finally they diagnosed it as an anxiety, like a severe anxiety disorder, but I would throw up just like all the time and live in constant wow. nausea for like years and years and years. And wow. uh, it just ruined my teeth. And so basically I have like a bachelor's degree in dentistry from the amount of time I've just been hanging out, but I would listen to my music while they're doing the job and the gin blossoms came on and he's like, Oh, you like the gin blossoms. That's awesome. And then it was one of those things where we were like, oh, you know, I got to, I, you know, Jeremy basically threatened my position on the show if I didn't pick a decent album to be nice to the guest. Lie. (laughs) Pure, unadulterated lie. I want to know how you decided that this was a, a decent and fair album for me. 
Well, it was either going to be that. Questions. It was either going to be that or like, uh, uh, oh, hell, I forgot the name of the actual album, but it would have been Cannibal Corpse's album that had like Hammer Smashed Face and Icon Blood and, you know. Just awfulness. That's a. I mean, it's a joke. Like I had no intention. Like I, I, I always try to go. What like when we have a when we have guests on, and it's not like a friend of ours or someone we know that we're specifically trying to fuck with. Um, I, I always try to make sure that whatever album I pick kind of is either in the same vein or in at least remotely the same lane, because. I want our show to be approachable and palatable, not only to the audience, but to the guests themselves. Like, I don't want, I don't want people being, you know, hesitating or being reluctant to come on the show because they aren't necessarily sure what the fuck I'm going to throw at them as an album. I want that to be a situation where they're kind of leery coming on the show to find out what the fuck I'm going to ask them while they're here. (laughs) <laughs> well, the funny thing is that Jeremy asked if there was any kind of music I didn't really like, and I told him one or one and a half things, and he threw one of those things at me, but... No, I did not. Okay, fine. It's not exactly what I said, but it was definitely along the same lines, but I'm not mad about it. We'll get there. I, yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> but, all right. So, Amanda, as the guest, you tell Chancey what you thought of his album next. Okay, so I am a 90s teen, you know, I grew up on Jim Blossoms, and this album was definitely like a lot of 90s nostalgia for me. Um, While I love a lot of their songs, and I did enjoy this album, their music to me tends to be extremely repetitive. If you're not listening to the words, the melodies and the sounds and everything is all very, very similar. So Mm -hmm. if you just have it on the background, it almost sounds like you're listening to like the same two or three songs over and over. But if you listen to the lyrics, then it's different and it's better. So, you know, I like a lot of the songs sound super upbeat, but they're actually not. Right. That's one of my favorite things. (laughs) Like the some of these, I mean, Hey Jealousy. Right. It's like, that song is dark, y'all, but you have to, people don't know because it's just like, oh, so upbeat and whatever. Um, and the melodies are addictive. Yes, they sound very similar on each song, but I, I mean, I think they did that for a reason. So, um, I did not pick honorable mentions for this one because I, I, I didn't know I was supposed to do that. So for y'all's albums, I did not. You're all right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not an expectation. No, it's not an expectation by any means. I mean, normally, normally it's even more impressive if you don't, if you, if you don't. One, like, uh, the thing that I, the, the biggest roast that I wrote about my album was I didn't expect my own album to suck this bad. <laughs> Actually, I lied because I wrote down more than five songs on my other piece of paper. So what's my one honorable mention? But you'll, I, well, we don't do I'm that sorry. yet. Don't do that yet? Okay, I'm sorry. Yep, we'll, get to, we'll get to those in a second, but. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, I'm drinking gin drinks right now just to put that out there for gin blossoms but drinking me some gin blossoms but that's my that's my wife wanted to get tonight so still calling her my fucking girlfriend we've been married for like a month i i forget you might want to stop that or she's gonna think you have an actual girlfriend 
Oh, oh no, no, don't tell her that. Don't tell her that. Sherry does. <laughs> Sherry does, even though I give her no reason to think that. But, <laughs> but yeah. So, I did enjoy the CD. And Chance, you you said last week to me, oh, you may know one or two of these songs. Motherfucker, I knew four. Nice. And that's because I work in fucking retail, retail groceries, supermarkets all fucking day. So, I hear this shit every fucking day of my life, and it's yeah. not, it's not as annoying as some songs. But we'll get to that on the on Harvey's pop music bracket this weekend on Bracket Bastards, but Ooh. which will be live. But I, I don't think I'm. I, on some of those. You're on it. All, all I, the bastard, all the bastards besides Freddie are on it. Oh, okay. Well, that's six people though, bro. Harvey's not going to vote. Oh, okay. Okay. As much as it probably pains him, he doesn't want to. He, he said he will not vote, so there's no fighting over who gets on it. I'll uh, I'll, I'll talk to Harvey so that way he may. I'm sure. I'm sure that most of my votes will probably line up with Harvey anyway. Motherfucker, you better come on. You got to defend that shit against the younglings. But anyway, I, know, right? I need your help. But no, I mean this album was enjoyable. I actually listened, I took my kids to a freaking zoo, crappy ass zoo today in North Alabama, Massachusetts. It's a free thing, but government step up and fix that shit. My wife said it used to be a lot better, but. Other thing Animals. is, so I listen to it. With I hate kids. zoos. I, oh, I love zoos. I hate them. I feel I bad. I can't for the, do anything with animals in captivity. Can't do it. I feel bad for the animals, but I love zoos. The kid in me loves zoos. I wanted to be a freaking biologist, zoologist at one point, but I couldn't get through the college because just seven years of college, I wanted to kill yeah. myself. But, I cry every time I go to a zoo, which is never anymore. Anyway. Oh, I'd actually told a funny story in here a couple weeks ago about a monkey playing with itself at the zoo. But anyway, right. that's Jin <laughs> Blossoms was a good CD, and I did enjoy it. It made the zoo ride with my kids being loud and annoying in the back seat so much better. So, yes. so I did enjoy it, and I'll get into more of that in my top five with three honorable mentions. But uh, Chancy, your CD, your top five first. Yeah. Um... So my number five, I have no honorable mentions, like I said. Uh, my number five was 29. And uh, one thing I was like, by the time I got to the end of it, I wrote down, I understand why they called the CD the new miserable experience. <laughs> <laughs> I, was fearing, I was fearing that that was like truth of what it was going to be like. but and then, <laughs> and then number four was cheating. And then it made me think about what Shanna said about how the lead singer of the uh, Gin Blossoms worked his way through like 20% of the cast of Friends. And I was like, how this guy get so much ass and still be so sad boy summer? Right? <laughs> some, some people get a lot of ass and they just aren't satisfied by the lot of ass they get because it ends too soon. And then uh, number three Who's was Hold Me. That? The, I, I, I blame I blame the, I blame the parents. Okay. <laughs> he may As be getting he, he may be getting dumped every time. We don't know. Your dad uh, teach you to hold your wad better. Yeah, right. I swear to God, this never happens. <laughs> uh, number three was hold me down, and then uh, obviously number two are the more obvious and mainstream uh, songs from the album, but they were my first exposure to them, and they're. My favorite, because in my opinion, they're the catchiest. Uh, number two is uh, "Found Out About You," and number one is "Hey Jealousy." "Hey Jealousy" is probably my favorite Jim Blossom song. 
just not not just because of its like popularity and everything it's just that you know when it came out i mean i was still pretty young but for some reason even as a kid it like grabbed a hold of me and spoke to me in ways that it probably shouldn't have for the age that i was <laughs> but you know a lot of things spoke to you at the age they shouldn't know dude yeah, if you only knew, man. If you only knew. Demons included. Right. It's me, your boy. <laughs> but yeah, that's my that's my top five. Uh, I'm curious to see what Amanda's top five is on this album. Well, as guest, she goes next. But I will tell you, we only had two in common, Chancey. Did we? I figured we only would. I I was kind of expecting different, but we'll see. Well, Chancey, we also had two in common. Um, except for if you count my honorable mention, then we had three. Um, oh, actually, no, I lied. My honorable mention is till I hear it from you. Oh yeah, that was a good one. Um, so my number five is pieces of the night. And I, again, I went with more, I'm a, I'm an emotional human and, the songs that have the most emotional lyrics tend to speak to me. Um, my number four was Hard Away. My number three was 29, but I picked the live version because I liked it better. But either way, great song. But for I sure. the, the live version just I, I liked it, it more. Yeah, it's yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's there's a few things where it's a lot better live than it is yeah. in the studio. For sure. My number two is Until I Fall Away, which is just, I don't know, it's so beautiful. And so just like, meh. I don't know. A lot of these songs just made like my inner, you know, 14, 15 inner year old angsty. Heart. So like, yes, like yeah. remembering, you know. <laughs> That's why I was like, how is this guy so sad boy summer? Right. <laughs> And then same number one, Hey Jealousy. That I mean, first of all, it is a song that anytime I hear it, I sing along with it because Every the melody time. is so beautiful. Every time. And yeah, it's just so you can't not sing to it, but also the lyrics are just my God. Like this whole guy is just like, you know, basically if I had to fuck the whole thing up, we might still be together. And right, you know. Story it, of my life. Story of my life. And, and and talking about, you know, if you don't expect too much from me, then you might not be let down. And, right. you know, if, if I hadn't blown the whole thing, I might not be alone. Like, it's just so damn. Like, like high school, young love, angst, that is exactly what that is. But it's wrapped up in this upbeat song that's so catchy that you don't know unless you're paying attention. I love, I, I absolutely love songs like that. Like, mm -hmm. if I had to pick a top 10 of my favorite songs, most of them would be that type of song. Like, uh, Chloroform Girl by Polkadot Cadaver. I always talk about it all the time. It's literally like, it's an acoustic song, like an acoustic guitar, and... It's a very folksy. It sounds like it's written in the 60s. Could be played by Bob Dylan. That but literally, amazing. the lyrics are all... It's all Thanks about... So it's 
What? Sing, sing your lyrics you love from that song. Come on. The chorus. I'm writing it down. Oh, I love the chorus. Is uh, it goes? I won't sing it because it's uh, it's it's kind of a high pitch, and I don't know if I'll be able to do it proper. But it's like it goes, chloroform girl, how have you been? Don't let me catch you sleeping again. You're only alive because I like you. It's been three years since you've seen the sunlight, but I know you're having fun. Bound, gagged, and chained up in my basement. Like literally, like the the first oh line, the first line of the song is like, "Your eyes look just like <laughs> bullet holes. It must be like, all that crying." Yes, yes, yes. Oh, it's fucked up. Dude, it's so awesome. Amanda's crossing that off her list right the fuck now. But... You're you're singing it. I'm going, is she is she a prisoner? Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Gag. There you go. Yeah. She's definitely chloroform girl. I don't know what gave it away. I mean, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean you should still listen to it. Don't cross it off your list. No, I will. Give it a listen because it's it's <sighs> like it's like pumped up kicks, man. Everybody knows the pumped up kicks is yes, a fucking it's like same premise. Yes. <clears throat> We should yeah. do a top five on my show about that because I have some. Yeah, pumped up. Okay. Is definitely one of them. All most right. Up, what most fucked up songs? Well, songs that you think are about something that aren't like. Okay, I die on this hill every time. Anytime somebody brings up this song, "I Will Always Love You" by Whitney Houston. How many fucking people put that song in their wedding as their wedding song? And it's a goddamn breakup song. Right? Like, what are you people doing? So goodbye. Please don't cry. Yeah, she's. it's like, a breakup it's a, song. It's a total breakup song. Oh, um, shit. Oh, sp- <laughs> sp- speak, speaking of breakup songs, me and Chancey will be on a bracket for that in the upcoming uh, six months or so. Yes. I told you. Chancey's like, oh, I'm good to be on either that or love songs. I'm like, me and Harvey are on breakup songs. Go to breakup songs. He's like, okay. Okay. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta go. Bracket? Yeah. Yep. It's gonna be at some point. I want to play. Uh, if we need a guest, I trust me. I already told. I told Freddie anything romantic related. You want to be in if you can. Okay. But, and we do have a lot of guest spots in the next year or so. So I mean, that is true. Though I noticed a lot of guest slots. Because guests help you promote your podcast. Yes. Which is why I do things I do with masturbators, and the reason I do this show with all the podcasters is because of that. So, and plus, I'm awesome. So, but my top five. And if yes. you have any flaws, it's clearly modesty. Me? Oh, God. Oh, oh no, me. No. Oh, yeah. You are definitely so modest. Like, <laughs> well, well, salt of the earth of humility. Absolutely. Please. What did Shannon say last week? It's not all about you, Jeremy. I'm like, yes, the fuck it is. I know, but, right? <laughs> it is all about me, my world. But ask my, <laughs> you can ask my wife. She'll agree. But uh, my honorable mentions were Cajun Song, because I dug that down south freaking uh, yep. rock, rockabilly yep. type shit. Like, and that's amazing. the other thing they threw in there, like these random like country-ass songs. <laughs> that's facts. And my next honorable mention... Which, when I heard the name of this song, I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, I mean, I get it's like a time song. Like, it's based on a certain time, but... And that would be Slave Dior's Daughter. Oh, but... Yeah. <laughs> like, I first saw the name of that song, I'm like, 
what the fuck? But, <laughs> <laughs> Sexy, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Then I heard the song, and I'm like, all right. Going after someone's daughter that you meet in business transaction. I've been there. I can I can understand that concept. It doesn't have to be a slave or dealer. But... traded or? <laughs> oh, I mean, I've traded some hoes in my past, but trade up. But We yeah, call that I an mean... assist. <laughs> <laughs> to quote the Juicy J song, anyway. To quote the Juicy J song. Oh, Juicy J. We'll, we'll be talking about him shortly, I think, in a few weeks. But another, my last number mention was Mrs. Rita. And the god honest truth is, I can't tell you why, because I wrote that down like as like one of the first songs I put in my I put in my possible list like three days ago, and it was just kind of sitting there. But yeah. I, if I if I remember right, it was a pretty damn catchy song with the nice guitar riff in it. So. I can go well, for it. What's interesting is that that song, and I can't remember the other one, when this album came out, those those were like the first two singles, and it just flopped. And then like a year later, they re-released it with Hey Jealousy as the uh, single, and then it blew up. Well, It took we'll off to... like a wildfire. Yeah. Like a gin blossom fire, but we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> Number five was just south of nowhere because it kind of reminded me of the Offspring song, You Take Me Nowhere. And I think Gin Blossoms came out first, so I think that Offspring yeah. might have kind of stole that. Yeah. But I do love it. I do, it was a good song, and it made me think of that song, which it kind of had the same guitar beat riff along there, too. So I don't know if Offspring heard it and they're like, let's do something similar to this. But <laughs> number four was Until I Fall Away because that is a damn catchy good song and made me think my number three and this is where i differ from you two is my number three is hey jealousy because that's one of the four songs i knew right which which until i fall away is a song i knew as well but hey jealousy was uh which it's funny because i always thought when i hear it in stores and stuff that they're saying hey jesse or i always thought it, when i when i first heard it i thought it was hey chelsea no, I, I, I always hear it, and I'm always like, I always think it's like, hey, Jesse. Like, like they're talking to freaking John Stamos from Full House or something. <laughs> but, and I, I always thought about, I always thought it was like about a girl named Jesse, but. No. I, I get that now, and I, I, I read the lyrics, I was like, oh. But, you know. Tomorrow we can drive around this town. Okay, sorry. Let the cops chase us around. Yeah, it's just like... Oh, God, know. I love it so much. Okay, sorry. See, it doesn't seem like a good fucking lyric right there at all. <laughs> it seems like something you wouldn't want to happen, but... Well, not that part, but, I mean... <laughs> I know, I get it, but... But then he says the past is gone, but something might be found. To take its, to take place. its place. Yeah, I know, but... but eh, it was, it, it was, it, yeah, but jealousy, though. I mean, it's Chelsea. Everybody's been there, so everybody can connect to that song. But yeah, number two was Allison Road because I did like that song better than Hey Chelsea. Wow! All right, I've always okay. liked Allison Road. I, I always heard it in stores. I always actually understood the title of that one, so right. like, I always I always liked that. <laughs> oh, it's just that's, one those, uh, okay. It's one of those songs you hear in a store and you just like you like it, but you're never going to go home and actually like put it on your playlist. It's like a or, song you would hear in a Gap. I don't. If you, if you think I can fit in the Gap clothes, I've never been able to fit in the fucking Gap clothes. <laughs> gap clothes are for fucking anorexic people. But one, my number one was "Found Out About You." Oh, I love that song. 
because that was my number one because I knew that song the most out of all the four I knew. And I always that's the other one I love more than Alice in Wonderland. That, right that that actually <clears throat> it like uh Hey Jealousy and Found Out About You could be definitely co headliners because It was for that for that song the line that always stuck out to me was the love I thought I earned you gave away for free. I was just like mm-hmm. oh like that is just rough. So rough. Yeah, those that, that lyric right there were like had me always had me like fucking kind of twisted inside. Yeah, but but yeah, I mean, those are just I knew four I knew four songs of that freaking album. Every time one of them came on, I was like, oh, they sing this. But because I mean, it's just it's not a band I would ever pay to see live, though. I mean, oh, I I'm would, not, I would not, just to see Hey Jealousy. Anyway. All right, it, it was like twenty bucks tickets and maybe, but I'm not paying no fucking hundred dollars a ticket like I would for a lot of bands. Valid. I don't know if I, I, there's a lot of, I don't, dude, there's a, there's very few bands I would even pay a hundred dollars for a ticket for. Oh, I'm pretty sure I paid like six or nine dollars. I could see Slipknot, but they all go for that now. That's the thing. Like, it's just, I mean, yeah, it's, it's not them. It's the arenas. Yeah. The promoter. They want the money and like the band is right. The band is very fucking little of it. Like, I mean, they only make so much because they do so many tours, but right. Just. I mean, I paid a shitload to see Slipknot. I paid a Slipknot a shitload to pay Marilyn Manson, and then I only got to see him in Slayer because my parents were dicks, and I was seventeen. So, <laughs> I paid a shitload. For, actually, well, no, they paid a shitload for those tickets because they let me put it on their credit card. And once they told me I couldn't go, I'm like, I, I ain't paying you back for that then. Oh yeah, was, I wouldn't have fucking paid him either. I've been like, fuck you guys. <laughs> oh, I, I basically did say that because they got. They were like, oh, you're not driving to New York City from. We live like two hours from New York City. They're like. You're 17. You just got your license. You're not driving two hours to the city and back at a concert. You're probably gonna find a way to get beer at and probably get drunk at. So, no. I'm like, but it's Marilyn Manson and Slayer. Like, <laughs> it's like I, I still, don't give a fuck. I like, still, right? I, I still haven't seen Marilyn Sorry Manson because you. of that shit. I still haven't seen Marilyn Manson. Now he looks like an old somebody's old aunt. But if you haven't seen that meme on Facebook, it's pretty funny. But. Because he does look like he does, he does look like someone's aunt Rhonda. He looks but. awful. He's. Just, I mean, he looks like he's in terrible fucking condition. Yeah, he does well, not. As he said, and we'll get to this in a episode at some point. I love the. I don't love the drugs, but they love me. I don't like the drugs, but the drugs like me. Yeah. Which I, I love that song, but we'll get to that at some point. Trust me. Marilyn Manson hasn't been touched in this show yet, and he's going to be touched, all right. The lie detector determined that that was a lie. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I, I think one of the reasons that I like, I mean, hey, Jealousy so much, like, it's easy to pick a, a you know, token Excellent. song that everybody knows, but I, I also feel like because the lyrics are so sad and because... Doug Hopkins was a big contributor to that song and then took his own life. It's just like, man, like it just, it hits different, you know, like, right. I, I don't know. It's and like again, that. It's like that. It don't up, worry. Yeah. Be happy song. Yeah. Same premise. Dude, every I, time, every time people play that song, like at a bar or at a party, I, I always bring that up. I'm always like, you know, the story, you know, do you ever, you heard about the guy who wrote this song? And they're like, no, what happened? Oh, he killed himself. Huh? Yeah. Don't I worry. Mean, Be happy. It's, <laughs> it's almost funny. It's almost it's almost funny because I mean, 
I have a Samsung TV for the first time ever. Like, and we we have like music channel, music video channels because of it mm-hmm. on Samsung TV. So I have that too. <laughs> on the one station, I forget which one it is. Don't worry, be happy comes on like six times in within like three hours. Like they play it constantly, and the video for it is so fucking funny and stupid that it's just like this guy killed himself after making this video. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? Like, I could see someone killing themselves after making, like, a Mr. Rogers video or something, but come on. The problem is people don't know... People don't know shit. They don't don't pay attention either to lyrics or they don't know stories. It's it's like Candace Cameron Bure making her 4th of July TikTok decked out in her America garb with playing Born in the USA. Bitch, Born in the USA is a protest song. It is not about being proud to be an American. So stop it. Like, <laughs> Hey, that was my crush on Crushgasm. Thank you. Yeah, well, she's a cunt. Oh, sorry. If I was going to, if I was, I mean, I was going to say I would, if I'm going to choose a protest song, I would go with two live crews banned in the USA. But, you know. And I'd go with fuck the police. Fuck. That, oh, that's that's police. also valid. Yeah, fuck them. But, that album will be coming up at some point in our show in the future, too. Just saying. Okay. Don't fuck with Sarah. Anyway, <laughs> tangent. Sorry. No, it's, it's all, all good. good. It makes this show better when there's tangents. Yeah. But, but, all right. So, next up is always the best CD in the group of any episode. It's oh, I hope CD. you're ready for these roasts, motherfucker. You better get some burn <laughs> cream. You better get some tilapia fucking skins on hand. I feel like I have some ideas of what you're going to say. I can't oh, bud. All, right. All right. Well, let me go get my hemorrhoid cream. I'll be right back. All right. I got, I got my pad, Racha. I got, I'm ready to go. Well, Avantasia, and yes, Freddie, that's how it's pronounced because you couldn't pronounce it in my birthday bracket. But that's how I pronounced it, and I didn't know. So, yay, me. Avantasia. Yeah. Avantasia. Oh. It's, I thought he said Advantasia. I was like, no, is that like a medical disease? It's like a medical disorder, isn't it? <laughs> it's advantageous. No, Advantasia ah. was the combination of the words Avalon and Fantasia. Avalon for being from King Arthur stories and Fantasia being Fantasia. So that's where the name came from. Avantasia has, does not tour America often, if ever they did. I'm not sure they ever did. Because they are a super group. They are not just a regular rock band. They are oh, a no, no. super group. They're, Tobias Samet is in, he's from another band. I forget the name of his other band, but they're good too. I just forget the name. They're very generic rock in Europe. But he formed this group back in the, I want to say late, early 2000s. And they've had Alice Cooper. They've had the lead singer, nice. of, the Scorp- they've had the lead singer of the Scorpions on songs. And <laughs> they've had a bunch of just, different major rock stars from America, from Europe, a lot of them mm-hmm. from Europe, but a couple of the Nightwish guys went to a few of their songs there, Chancy, as we talked about Nightwish before. But Nightwish! And I mean, they just do a lot of things with other rocks. So they're a super group. I mean, they're a 100% super group because they can't even do that many concerts because to get all those rock stars together in one place is hard, especially for right. a full-on tour. So... If they do tours, it's usually just the mu- the music that Tobias sings, like the whole song, basically. Or if it's a local star that he can partner up with again real fast. But they are. I found them, I think, on YouTube when I was going through a Wikipedia list of of symphonic metal bands. And being an A, they're right at the top. And as soon as I heard a couple of their songs, I was like, "Oh my god, these people are amazing!" 
Did I find that way? Or I don't fucking know. I really don't know anymore. Mm-hmm. But you know, somebody... the fact the fact that you mentioned that this is a super group makes like at least two or three of my roasts almost funny, almost more amusing. I, sh- I almost said funnier, <laughs> but like almost more amusing just because of he the fact that. On this album. What's that? D. Snyder is on this album. I yeah yeah oh, fucking a dude that and that that makes like for real though it's like there's so much like I I didn't even realize that D was on the album I thought I was like that sounds like D. Snyder but still oh shit this is great I'm so ready for this <laughs> but yes this this album came out in 2016 when I was I just moved to Massachusetts earlier the previous year and I freaking went through a horrible heartbreak. And I already loved this band at that point. Oh, this band didn't find these in Wikipedia. I forgot the fuck I found them. Oh my god! Usually I remember where I find every band, but Advantageous just—I thought it was moved up here, but or maybe I. Yeah. Oh, actually, yeah. I think I just got into them before that CD came out. I think I was at work and I found them on Wikipedia, but that CD came out shortly after. And this CD is why I picked this one. It's fucking incredible. Like, it helped me get through so much heartbreak and shit because of these songs. And I'll get into that more in my top five by damn far. Amanda, as a guest, you go next, and because I'm saving Chancey's roast for last. Yeah, Chancey is going to last. Um, so I have never heard of this group, I and that. I have never heard music like this. Um, I expected that. Metal is not one of my jams at all. Um, I'm very much like anything past uh, Metallica. I would say is too heavy for me. They are not heavier so, than Metallica. No fucking way. You know, I didn't about- say they were. I'm I'm telling you that that's my level of metal. I find I find it ironic that you say that you don't like metal, but you also like blues because, like, the th- I've I've always firmly believed that the three closest related genres of music are classical music, blues, and heavy metal. Because blue, like. Black Sabbath, being the progenitor of heavy metal, was initially a blues band before Tony Iommi lost the tips of two of his fingers, which caused him to have to find different strings, detune his guitar a little bit, and then he would take plastic and melt it over the tips of his fingers and put leather straps over it, so that way he could have like a normal-looking like length to fing- like a fingertips or whatever, and it made that thicker tone well, that's that, a fucked up house of wax shit right the more you know doo, boo, doo, doo. <laughs> exactly but no, uh <laughs> metal is it's it's when it gets to the point where 
the music is so loud and overwhelming that you can't hear anything except just like <laughs> and then <laughs> and then you can't understand what they're saying because they are screaming at the top of their lungs like to me it stresses me out it gives me anxiety so like Marilyn Manson, for example, some of his stuff I like, some of it is way too hardcore for me where I'm like, I can't enjoy this because it it literally sounds like an anxiety attack if you played it out in a band. So I like to, I like to have sex to Marilyn Manson. Like, yeah, I don't, no. <laughs> so, I don't understand that. <laughs> I uh, It stresses me out. I'm sorry. It just does. No, no, it's fine. It's perfectly fine. But I also yeah. look at it from a different perspective as like a, I play guitar and I was in choir for 10 years, but like, so like I listened to when the singer, like you were talking about how you can't understand what they're saying because they're screaming, depending on the band or the artist himself, uh, their voice becomes its own instrument. Yeah. It, It plays into, um, plays into the actual song itself like uh one of the things i thought of when you were talking about how you can't understand what they're saying and i love the fact because like once i read the book but it has the lyrics in it then listen to it after that you can hear exactly what what they're saying but there's this one band called job for a cowboy that has this extremely impactful and insightful lyrics about you know like just you know the the nature of reality and like sheep you know herders and tribalism and all this like you know don't be you know don't you know don't conform and Mm -hmm. this that and the other but it's broken down syllable so like like you know if it's a four syllable word it's like And it's yeah. that four syllables is a single word, but it all ties together with each instrument to make a specific, like a specific sound. And another example is another uh, album that even Jeremy was giving me shit for, which was uh, a band called Meshuga, and the name of the album, and, <laughs> and the name of the album is Obzin, but. Uh, there's a song on there called Bleed, and I would recommend that you listen to that only. I would for, <laughs> like honestly. Even, <coughs> pardon me. M e s h u g g a h. Okay. You, you think fucking or, I think, I, if if I if I misspelled it, forgive me. Uh, but it, it, it'll it'll, it'll correct yeah, itself. But. Uh, uh, the its song is called Bleed, but the interesting thing is at the very beginning, like it starts with this interesting drum beat. But the thing that's so interesting about it, like this is this like the drummer for this band is a drummer that other drummers come and watch, and that song is one of the reasons why they do so, because instead of playing like you got your normal stuff that they play with the bass drum on the floor. He's doing that up top on on all the all the like the toms and the snares and up top. So he's doing opposite times. So with his feet, he's doing the timing that would be done normally with like with the cymbals and the like the other drums and snares. Uh, but 
the top side is a separate like it's it uh it's just completely inverted and insane yeah. but perfectly blended in the way the sound of the song plays out but of course naturally it goes into like a singer who you can't understand i mean uh, so i get it and appreciate it as a, as an expressive art form for like, sure I get that, for that sure. is a thing that people do and and there are people that enjoy it but for me i just I love pretty much all music, but that would be my one genre is like the super heavy metal that I just, all it does is give me anxiety and I don't like not being able to understand the lyrics. Like I really hate that. So mine's mine's polka. I totally understand. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, polka's not bad if you're drunk. See, that's the thing. I don't don't love the polka Kings from Kenosha, the Kenosha kickers. The Kenosha kick. No, no. Home alone. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I, I don't care. I, I don't drink. So I don't. I mean, I don't care much for polka. It's just yeah, not when, my thing. When, when you're stoned, it's fun to dance to too. <laughs> anyway, all of that being said, I, I did tell Jeremy that was the genre I don't really like. So when he sent me this and I started to listen to the first song on the album, I was like, okay, he sent me heavy metal. The, the first song is The Mystery of a Blood Red Rose. And I was like, He's fucking with me. Like, what the fuck? why do you do this to me? Um, but actually, when I listened to it, I, I didn't get a lot of the lyrics. And I and I read that it's like kind of a continuation of a story. But I did like the whole metal opera feel of it. Right. I, yeah. Rock opera. Yeah, for sure. Vibe and like a rock opera vibe. Yes. And it was. I mean, amazingly symphonic and the vocals are just like, so I appreciate all of the musical elements of it. And there were definitely some songs I liked. It's not something I would listen to like over and over again, but I didn't hate it. Yeah. I mean, it's called symphonic metal for a reason, but. Okay. There you go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was wondering what the genre of that would. Yeah. Me would too. I even, I was like, is this doom metal or like. No. They're in the same. They're in the same genre as Nightwish, dude. They're symphonic metal. Yeah, they they have a full fucking orchestra when they perform, going with their music. So yeah, I mean, same as Nightwish used to back in the day. But yeah, Avantasia is symphonic metal. That's why I sent it to you because if you if, if I wanted to give you heavy metal, you couldn't understand. I would have <laughs> gave you I would have gave you Cradle of Filth or Lordy or Slipknot for God's sake. But. Yeah. I, no, I, 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 I didn't want I, I gave you metal I thought you would enjoy because trust me my if I gave you some of the hardcore rap I listened to you wouldn't have been into it either ask ask Quentin <laughs> and Chancy facts I and made Chancy other... I made I made Chancy uncomfortable that was the funniest fucking thing in the world I made Chancy uncomfortable <laughs> in my that defense in my defense I was also I sick there is like some super super duper gangster rap that I also cannot handle so those are like the two extremes for me with the super heavy metal and the super super rap that i'm like okay i need i need this watered down a little bit for me sorry oh i wow (laughs) i should have sent you backdoor riders by psychopathic riders (laughs) anyway when we get our top five i'll tell you i i did not hate it i i enjoyed (laughs) it for what it was it's not something i'd listen to on repeat but i did think it was it was beautiful. And the literal opening to that song is let's talk about bus sex. But <laughs> but so Chancy, let's hear your 
very Comedy Central <laughs> roast type style of the review. Please let there be a All joke right, about go. meatloaf. A what? I said, please let there be a joke about meatloaf. Oh, I'm pretty sure. That, I I, funny, of. you should mention that. I was just saying, pretty sure there is. I was like, uh, I wish I could get this close enough to the camera that you could actually read my 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 notepad. It goes. Why does this feel like Dio, Meatloaf, Dee Snyder, and Alice Cooper had a weird fucking love child? <laughs> <laughs> and then another one from another song was, why didn't you just pick King Diamond? And uh, Never uh, them. another one was like, did the band and the studio like double book somehow, which is where the whole super group thing came from. Cause I didn't know it was the super group. I was like, did, did these motherfuckers just double book themselves? Like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just do it. We're here. We're here. Let's just do anything for love. We'll do it, but he won't do that. <laughs> oh, there's very, that's very, there's very little. I won't do, but yeah. <laughs> but and like uh, on, so uh, uh, I have I have a specific roast on my top five that I'll fucking hold off because it's so fucking good. And yes, uh, in and answer your question, Amanda, if I'm drunk enough, but <laughs> <laughs> but I had to be pretty fucking drunk for that one. <laughs> like I'm not going to remember this tomorrow. Like I'm not going to remember this tomorrow. Drunk. I'm taking a shower as soon as we're done. So yeah. Mm, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Changing the sheets too. All right. Uh, wouldn't, wouldn't be in my bed. That'd be the rule too. But. <laughs> Yeah, so, all right. So, we'll start with my top five. Oh, actually, Chancey, are you done or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. For now. Uh, yeah, for now. Yeah, for now, yeah. So, we'll start with my top five. But, yes, I just looked it up, and the other band that Tobias Samet is from is a power metal band called Ed Guy, E-D-G-U-I. And that band is actually very fucking good, too. I might actually bring their CDs on eventually. They're not in my library because they're not that good, but they're good. Like, I can listen to them and not get sad or get like <laughs> disappointed or get disappointed <laughs> and have to listen to it but like I did with Sunhouse but hey <laughs> I was gonna bring that up but yeah I Sunhouse four... was good if you want to find music to kill yourself too yeah sure I mean I did say I did make a suicide joke when Shanna's CD from last week so I, mean... I know I know well that's the Lumineers it's to be expected but <laughs> So my four honorable mentions in this, and yes, it was very hard, Chancey, not to pull a Jeremy in this CD and like every fucking song besides my top five. But I, I, I was expecting it. Yo, he does oh. it all the time. Oh, trust me, I, I pulled the Jeremy on Chancey CD last week because I like every song so much. So much. But which Chancey, I was I was honored. And Chancey's pulled Jeremy a few times too. What was but, it? Um, it was uh, my favorite band is uh, called Dog Fashion Disco. They're uh. They're out of uh, Baltimore. Uh, out, <clears throat> um, they came out, I want to say, around like the early 2000s initially. And then they went on hiatus for a while. And then they got back together uh, recently, within the past like three or four years. And then maybe five or six years, probably. I'm I, I, terrible with time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Rumpelstiltskin doesn't know when he woke up. Right. But like, uh, they have it's honestly. I I kind of call them a uh, modern heavy metal version of Pink Floyd. <clears throat> kind of because they have like, they have um, heavy metal esque songs, 
and they'll like have uh on the album in which he was talking about which is committed to a bright future um there's like heavy metal style songs and that'll break off into piano parts and then uh pogo the clown is a jazz song about john wayne gacy that's one of those that's that's one of those ones i was talking about where it's like it's that that band does a lot of songs Right, that uh, one down too. <laughs> yeah, uh, Dog Fashion Disco is the name of the band. Uh, okay. Pogo the Clown is the name of the song. The name of the album is Committed to a Bright Future. There's a lot of stuff on there, but uh, that Polka Dot Cadaver chl uh, Chloroform Girl song, the lead singer of Dog Fashion Disco also sings for Polka Dot Cadaver as well. And yes, there's actually a song on that album called Rapist Eyes. There is. It's called Rapist Eyes. And it's, you know, it's but a it's really not, good song. It is. It is. Love I mean, Song for a Witch is good. Like, dude, like, pretty much the first seven, eight songs on that whole CD is just playable. And they redid the song. They, they redid the Grease song. Yeah, they covered Grease. It's Reason. better than the original. Oh, it is. It's so much if you don't believe original. me, then listen to it and then get back to me on that. I refuse. Anyway, Jeremy, oh, four goodness. honorable mentions? Yes. Four, four, <laughs> I refuse, she says. I refuse. Uh, <laughs> oh, that, that, that's why I told Frey today, if he needs guests, Amanda should be on musicals bracket. But Because Amanda loves musicals. But I love musicals. Me and I, mean, Frey I are get gonna be that, but you should still listen to the song because it's good. Me like and it Freddy really are, is. Me and Freddie are going to be on her show eventually to do a top five musicals episode, but maybe around the same time. If, maybe around the same time she's on the bracket, but we'll see. Uh, so my top, my four honorable mentions were, and these were so hard to fucking pick because I wanted to pick them all, but just like a Pokemon, <laughs> and I want to catch them all, or like the SCDs. But no, my first honorable mention was Unchain the Light because I do love that song. It's about like letting yourself go, letting your spirit go, and like just doing what you got to do in life. And it's just like a good motivational song. And let me say, Avantasia and everything they fucking do is amazing sounding. Like, this CD alone, like, there's not a bad fucking song. Like, it all plays together perfectly. And it's not heavy metal, because I hate fucking obscene heavy metal shit where I can't understand what the hell they're saying. But I'm not looking up the lyrics. I got too much other shit to do. But <laughs> my <laughs> next honorable mention was I Love Evermore, because I love any song that has, like, an Irish or Scottish, like, uh, lyric like sounding thing to it and, and a freaking melody like that, especially with a bagpipe. I mean, Chancey knows in Nightwish, I like the bagpipe songs the most, but <laughs> you like to have your bagpiped. Oh, oh, who the fuck doesn't? I don't get it enough. <laughs> or pipe bag, but yeah, I mean, I was gonna say that, Chancey, <laughs> but I, hey, Shante. Hey, okay. welcome to the show. But yeah, I mean, I'll Evermore is an amazing song. It's one of the slower songs in the CD, which I like. I always like it when these type of bands do slow songs because it's always perfect. It's never like leaves you wanting more. My next honorable mention is Seduction of Decay because it's basically about being death. It's basically just about you are death and you're trying to get seduce people to, into dying almost. So. I love that idea, and he I wants to be dead alone. And I Misery would love to, loves company. And I would love to be death. I mean, it's always been a dream job for me, but it's a dream job to be the Grim Reaper. Oh fuck yeah, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs>
But my next, we're glad you're here too, Shante. The last sure. I will mention, the last I will mention I had was actually related to my paranormal love, and that is the haunting, because it's all like sung from a ghost perspective of everything, and it's just perfect. Like it's just an amazing freaking song of a ghost singing to a human. Like I will always be watching you, and I mean I don't remember the exact lyrics, but like similar lyrics to that, or always okay. be. I think it's like, <laughs> oh, trust me, I, I live with spirits. They are stalkerish. They watch me and my girlfriend, me and my wife argue all the time. Fuck. But it's too new to fucking get to this shit still. <laughs> so my number five was Master of the Pendulum, which it almost didn't make my top five, but I listened to it a couple times in the car on my last day at work last week. And I was like, I on Sunday, I think it was. I'm like, I do love this fucking song. Like, like, it's about controlling time. It's about doing what you want with your time, which I'm a big person that I do what I want with my time as much as my wife hates it because I, I podcast too much. Oh, shut up. But it's not like I'm we're starting doing to get that over here, too. No, oh, that's... I has I'm like, to record every night. Because it gives me it gives me something you don't. Because I'm popular. Sorry. <laughs> that was a good that I was don't want to be punished one. for being liked. <laughs> I'm not okay. I agree with that, but I'm not going into what that just did to me. But, <laughs> but yeah, Master hey. of the Pendulum, Master of the Pendulum was a fucking great song. I love it. And number four was Wake Up to the Moon, which I almost didn't put this on my top five either. I mean, it's just too many songs to fucking pick from. My top three, I knew, but this one was like, I kept trying to decide which one's four, which one's five. But Wake Up to the Moon was fuck. It's just an amazing song. I mean, it's it could be in a lot of things. It could be about being an insomniac, or it could be about just someone who works at night and they leave every every evening to go to work, and they're waking up to the moon literally. Like, I've been there. I've done that. So this song like sticks with me. I literally have worked a day job, took a nap, and worked a night job. So, I mean, I get that completely when you're just leaving your house in the summer when it's dark out to go to work, which is like nine o'clock at night. So <laughs> yeah, it's not fun. I'll tell you that much, but. Number three was is one of my favorite, and I'm gonna call it a mythological tale because I don't because I'm agnostic and I can't believe in this shit fully. But number three is Lucifer because I'm actually listening to Paradise Lost on podcast version of it on nice. mythology right now, and I love the, I've read it before too, but I love the story mm-hmm. of Paradise Lost. Like that is one of the greatest stories ever fucking told. Fuck the Bible. That's the Crazy. better version of the Bible. But Paradise Lost is such a good story. It inspired freaking Frankenstein, forgot everything, for God's sake. And the fact they did a song about Lucifer falling, like, it's just perfect. Like, I love that. Another band I love, Power Wolf, Chansey Knows Them, did a, a, a similar song, but we didn't get to that album yet. But but I love, I mean, the story of Lucifer is just an amazing one. So the fact they did a song about it is just, oh, like, anything Lucifer related, I always am down for. And I'm, it's not even in a satanic way. It's just in a freaking, I mean, it was like, 15 years ago, but now it's just like a, I respect the story type of thing. I mean, write me a song about Odin, and I'll feel the same way, but it should be called Odin the Rapist Eyes. I. Singular. Oh, no, he's got multiple rapist eyes. Oh, it's, it's rapist eye? Like, they only have one eye? Well, no, if he, I thought he was talking about Odin, because I thought well, Odin yeah. lost his eye. Oh, oh, he's got a second eye a little further down, too, buddy. But uh... that, just him and Zeus. That's the eyes that lead them. But 
No doubt. This is the mythology, you'll know what I'm talking about. But number two was Draconian Love. Because ever since I first heard this song, this has been one of my favorite songs that Avantasia has ever fucking done. I mean, Draconian Love is just the, the, the voice of the singer on it is amazing. And I mean, I looked it up. I had to look up what Draconian meant like multiple times since, I, since this song came out because I keep forgetting what it means. But <laughs> basically, I mean, it's just like very rough love, like very rough emotional love. Like that's always the feeling I got from it. Like you show me, like it's like it's like when someone when you don't think someone sh- shows you they love you, but they keep saying they do. Mm-hmm. That's the feeling I get from it. But I love that song. It's always been kind of a theme song of mine too. But not as much as number fucking one. Number one is the song that got me through a break, a horrible breakup that I thought I would lose myself in for years. And two, it actually became the song I would send to girls when I was concerned dating them and saying, if you understand this song, you'll understand me. And that is, let the, so- let the storm descend upon you. And is I mean, this is one of those songs that every time it finishes in my freaking car, I'd hit rewind and fucking go back to the beginning of it and just be like, I need to hear this again. It's like an eight, nine minute song too, but it's just such a good song all the way through, which Avantasia does that all the time. But their longer songs are usually the better ones. But like literally, it's just the idea, let the shine your light upon the darkness. And I forget the fucking next line is, but something like I'll be there mm-hmm. to guide, I'll be there to guide you like. I love that lyric because in my mind, I always was the darkness and the women that would date me are the ones saving me. So in my mindset, this song spoke volumes to me and it helped me get through a breakup because I realized that I am darkness and that she is going to shine her light deep enough to get in within it and that I had to find someone who could. So I literally would send this song to every girl I met on dating apps after Aww. we talked for a while. And I would say, if you understand this song, you understand me. A lot of them never wrote back, but That's <laughs> a lot of them never wrote back, but I don't. I, I okay. <laughs> yeah, Draconian hey. just is like bad or or awful or like terrible, like evil or whatever. But I mean, and just in this song, the freaking bells during the course are like the best part. Yeah. Like shine your light into the darkness. Yeah. But, but, let the storm descend upon you like that. Mm-hmm. Those two lines to me are fucking what it means to like be my lover. And my, my wife actually got it. So that's, and I met her on Zeus, a fucking dating site. So that's a hundred percent worked. Eventually it just took time. <laughs> took like you six know months. What? <laughs> I do not oppose that approach to dating. So I will say I, I did not marry this guy. I went on like three dates with him and I slept with him like once, but he did this thing when we were in the car on our first date. And he was like, I'm going to play you a song. And if you don't know it, then I don't know if I can date you anymore. <laughs> and it was um, <laughs> You're the Best by Joe Esposito from The Karate Kid. And I was like, <laughs> yes, yes. I was like, it's The Karate Kid. I was like, we're soulmates. Spoiler alert, we were not soulmates. But as it turned out. They As were indeed not soulmates. <laughs> I do not oppose that approach to dating because sometimes you just need someone who gets you. Like, oh no, it, it, it I wasn't hope even. He found his karate kid girl, you know. Oh no, it's not even if they know it because I know they're not going to know it for fucking shit. But it's if you can understand it and see well, that. Right, that too. 
Because I am a fucking storm, and I will descend upon you, but you gotta let me. And you might, you you might like the outcome, you might not. But exactly, exactly, exactly. You don't even know. But so, as our guest Amanda goes next, what are your yes. top five? Okay. Yes. So, three of your honorable mentions are in my top five. So that's that's interesting to me. Not surprised. Um. Okay. So, like I said before, I tend to pick more romantical, melancholy, slow, and then dramatic and whatever songs. So, that's what we're going to go with this. But number five, sorry, was Let the Storm Descend Upon You. But mm-hmm. I agree with everything you said. Beautiful song. Gorgeous. Like, I, I really did enjoy it. So, that's all, funny. The, the five songs that I picked, I really did like. Like, I would listen to them again. Four was Seduction of Decay. Mm-hmm. Three, Isle of Evermore. Again, I like this, the dramatic slow. It was like, yeah, I loved it. Um, two is the only one that wasn't super slow or dramatic, and it was Mystery of a Blood Red Rose. And it was the opening song that I heard, and, and I, I actually really liked it. Like, you know, because when I heard it, I thought Jeremy's fucking with me. This is going to be a super metal song I can't get into. And I dug it. So. And then my number one was The Haunting. Yeah, I mean, it's funny how much of this CD's about death. But, I mean, that's yeah. I mean, Ghost Lights is the name of the CD. So that totally makes sense. But because Ghost Lights are what they call spirit orbs when they when people see them. but Not to be confused with Fleshlights. Uh, yeah, well, I saw some question on Facebook the other day about like, what would your kid find their top draw in your top draw? Like, and I was like, yeah, you don't want to know the answer to that because Amanda uh-huh. just said it. But <laughs> yeah. I haven't, I haven't used it since I my wife. But still, mine has a lock on it. Your flashlight? My drawer. Oh, I was going to say, I'm like, explain to me how that works. But <laughs> my naughty drawer. <laughs> Oof. We need to do a video. We need to do a Mama video. Mama has needs. Damn. Oh, I know. But that's what your husband's for. But, well, <laughs> yeah, know. he helps with. Yeah, you, you got to change it up. When you've been married for a long time, it's you can't. Yeah, it gets sick. You got to spice it. You, you got to spice it. Yeah. And ladies yeah. and gentlemen, we transition into Love is Black by Harvey Laguerre. Yes. But, <laughs> but no, I, I'm glad you actually enjoyed this album. I, see, I thought you would because of the musical, like, I did. It, it was very beautiful. It's I almost like all their CDs are like a music. Each CD is like a musical, basically, and they actually have two and three CDs that go into like one big musical. Like it's freaking yeah. huge. I mean, the first two CDs are freaking amazing. Uh, there were a no, few songs I would skip over if I heard it again, but the ones that I listed, I really did like them. I thought they were very well. That's why and grand and just you know. That's why I didn't pull a Jeremy because there are songs I would skip over too that I'm not like. The super fan of, but I do like them. But I, I'm gonna skip over them. I'm just playing random songs out of my library, and they come on. And I'll be like, ah, I don't feel like that one right now. But certain ones, like the ones I named, I can't skip over because yeah. they're just magical. But and I, I implore you, if you like them, but you want something a little softer, look up Nightwish because Nightwish doesn't get that heavy most of the time, and they are very similar with the symphonic metal. Okay. They're they have a lot of like really slow songs too that you'll love, but. Third chance a lot. Jealousy. Oh, he's jealous of this, all right. But let's go. So, 
For my top five, actually, it's funny because my number five is also Let the Storm Descend Upon You. Motherfucker, I'm not mad. <laughs> but yeah, if you if, if you can't relate to this song, you can't relate to this song. But I felt like Cassie would. I mean, that's why I made my list. I mean, everyone yeah. on my list is something that like I enjoyed for you know one reason or another. Uh, number four for me was Babylon Vampires. I knew you'd like that song. That was a good one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which it's funny because for the longest time in America, that, so- that song wasn't allowed to play. No they shit. Would block- they would block it out in a lot of CDs for some reason. Fucking assholes. But I mean... <laughs> I, 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 I think that one was a little too hardcore for me. That one was really like kind of heavy, it's a, right? That's a heavier one, but I mean... yeah. yeah. I honestly didn't know if it would play because I'm so used to it not playing that. Like, I didn't know if it actually would show up on list. Usually on Spotify, it's grayed out like one of those songs you can't play. Oh, yeah. No, I I, my, YouTube, music. my YouTube music doesn't have that fucking grayed out shit. Yeah, I have Apple, Apple music. So I, I used to have that. I have a, that's what I use for my driving when I'm not listening to certain CDs. I, I use Apple music, but they used, to, they used to just not have it on the CD at all. Oh, oh I heard it. My yeah. number three uh, was Master of the Pendulum. Yeah, that's a good one. And uh, the first thing, like, it because, <laughs> like, okay, uh, I'm, I, you know, I enjoyed the album, but it was one of those things where, like, the the singing was always just so, it always was just almost meatloaf esque, blatantly <laughs> over the top, right? And, uh, Master the Pendulum, I remember writing down, this isn't that bad, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Not that I thought that anything was bad, but I just, I remember that Master the Pendulum caught my attention. I was like, hey, this motherfucker, this this is a fucking banger. And then uh, my number two song is Draconian Love. And on on the side of it, I wrote, who ordered the Wish version of Peter Steele from Typo Negative? (laughs) it did kind of sound like a wish like an off-brand version or a costco walmart version of peter Steele for the what's that it's the kirkland brand that's it yep and then great value (laughs) for me number one was ghost lights yeah, it almost made my honorable mentions. It almost did, but I didn't want to do five honorable mentions. And yeah, that's understandable. But Ghost Lights is a damn good song. I mean, it's a fucking title track, but it's a damn good song. And I mean, it's funny because Mystery of Blood Red Rose is the first song that came out from the CD, and they released a video for it, which the video is kind of pointless and stupid. It's literally Tobias Sandwich is playing guitar in a fucking like castle while this woman in red spins around outside. But. <laughs> <laughs> So I mean, when they first released that, I'm like, oh god, what's this new CD gonna be? And then like, they released "Let the Storm Descend Upon You" next as, as a lyric video, and I was like, oh, oh be still, my throbbing dick. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, down boy. Oh, I don't say down boy. He's not a boy. He's a man. But I say that a man. But no, I mean this CD. Like when the CD came, oh my god, the CD just is so good to me. Like. Their newest CD is not as good, I don't think. That's why I didn't go with that one. But this CD yeah. was fucking amazing, and a lot of their older ones we're going to get to. And we'll get to the new one eventually, and I'm hoping they go so long before releasing a new CD, though, because they, they have to find all these guest musicians and guest 
singers to be on it and everything. I, I don't even remember what the Alice Cooper song is called, but it's a damn good one. And there's actually another symphonic metal band. Uh, starts with the A2, but I can't remember their fucking name. But they actually got so mad that they that Avantasia got Alice Cooper and they didn't. That they, <laughs> The two bands actually did like a... It was called Avantasia versus something, like the name of the band. And it was just like a three or four track CD so they could sing with Alice Cooper too. But... Nice. And as Johnny Depp said... That's the ugliest looking woman I've ever seen. <laughs> but. Well, I would also recommend um, going back to my album for a minute, listening to other more or, or newer uh, Leon Bridges stuff, because yes, the album coming home is very bluesy. It's very soulful. It's very old school, everything, <laughs> but he, he's mixed it up a little bit moving forward. And so you still get that, but you also get like, like some of his more R and B stuff has a very like John legend or like, um, I don't know, maybe almost like a Ty- Tyrese kind of feel like, I like, I like John legend, but I can't listen to him like in my car or anything. Like if I, when I used to hear him on like the Ellen DeGeneres show or something like that, my mom was watching it. Like he was good, but I can't listen to his CDs, actually. What is it, like a, an immediate ping? No, not at all. Oh. I, I mean, with, with my mom, it might be an immediate whoosh, but I don't it know. It is for me. I'm sure. It is, it, it is for a lot of ladies. Anyway. I, I may end up to say he's a good-looking man, but unlike Jancy, but... Oh, yeah, Jancy, how do you like that? I told Harvey I better, I better be one of his hall passes for his list. Say what? How'd you like that? I told Harvey I should be one of his hall passes on his list for bracket bastards. <laughs> I I I got a kick out of it. <laughs> yeah, I think Harvey was just like, "Fuck you, man, fuck you." But <laughs> I, I have a feeling Harvey. I have a feeling Harvey has that reaction a lot to me. DeAndre is what? what? I have a feeling that Harvey has that reaction to a lot of things I say. Same as DeAndre. But speaking of DeAndre, he's gonna be our guest next week. That's Hi. right. Next week, we have DeAndre Robinson from Mass Debaters and a constant guest on Bracket Bastards. But before we get to that, we are going to thank our guest, Amanda, for coming on because we went through all three CDs and we told you what we love about them. But so they were amazing. Yep. We, it was actually three good CDs and I can't complain. And I don't think anybody complained about it. Sure, no. Well, I, I, I didn't have any complaints, you know. Usually that's a, that's a rarity for me. I mean, it it, it wasn't a Lumineer at least, but I, I mean I, I know. like the Lumineers. Yeah, they're, oh my god, they're so slit your wrist music. I mean, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> I, 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 face. <laughs> I I sometimes you know sometimes those things sometimes you gotta listen to sad songs you know. Oh, wait till we listen to Dark Half, motherfucker. You'll okay, you want to hear some Slit Your Wrist music? This is the album I almost picked for you guys. Uh, Folklore by Taylor Swift. Oh, you God. You want to drown yourself. Fuck. Oh, I already want to walk in for a fucking highway full of traffic. Well, I didn't uh, pick it because I knew you guys would. I, I was going to say. I would listen, I'd listen to it, but I don't. I mean, I would be like. It is not her typical stuff. I'd be like, I'd be like, listen, I got a top five, but I also have a whole long. Like, I, I, I had to use a couple pages of my of my papers. No, it's a good album, but 
Okay, I am a happily married woman, and I listened to this, and I still felt breakup angst. Like, I was still <laughs> crying over past relationships. That's how good it is. <laughs> I mean, I as as Chancey says he will do for Christina Ritchie, which is drag his dick through glass to get Miles. To yeah. Miles of broken glass. Just you smell her fart. Her with it? Just, Just to listen her- to her fart over the telephone. She's hot. But, as Chancey says he would do for that for Christina Ritchie, I'd rather do that than listen to Taylor Swift. So, because Taylor Swift is on like my list of people I never want to fucking listen to in my life. So wow, just, yeah. you're lucky because that was almost my first pick was folklore because it's so different from the typical Swift stuff that you know. But oh, anyway. I would have, I would have listened to it, but you would have heard about it. That's for fucking sure. But, but what if you liked it, Dick? That may have to question the fact that I have a dick, but. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so we thank Amanda for coming on this week because I knew it would be <laughs> I, I knew it would be a good show because I've done enough work with Amanda to know that me and her bickering is is just like me is just like the female version of Harvey and me bickering. But so Thank yeah. you. So next week we will have DeAndre Robinson on from Masturbators. And I know for a fact, because he told me earlier today that DeAndre is bringing the album, Damn. And I'm going to say it like Ron Simmons. Damn! Damn! Oh. By Kendrick Lamar <laughs> to to us next week, which me and Chancey have to listen to that CD, of course, now. Yep. And I, I've never been a fan, a fan of Kendrick. I'm going to say that right now, but i never I like actually him. been into anything he's done, but I will listen to it because I listen to AC. Someone brings to the show out of respect. And I'll see if I like it or not. It's going to be interesting because I'm, I'm not driving around for work every day now, so I don't know when the hell I'm going to listen to music. It's like going to be after a new thing I have to figure out. Like, I don't listen to music <laughs> when I'm home, but I'll have to figure it out. Maybe when I'm doing reports for work or something. But the CD I'm bringing next week, and I, for DeAndre, I've been thinking about this for weeks because I knew he was coming <laughs> on. And I'm like, it's going to be rap because DeAndre. I was loves- say it's Garth Brooks, right? Because <laughs> he's Thunder Okay, well, I, I will shoot myself before I listen to Garth Brooks. But where's where's the bodies buried, Garth? Yeah, but so for DeAndre, I thought for weeks, what rap CD am I going to bring that he either A, hasn't heard, or B, is not going to fucking turn off so he turns it on. So I found it, and that is Independence Day by Twisted. So I'm bringing him a little bit into the juggalo world, but I'm not fully pulling him in and making him pay his face yet. So Chancey, what CD do you bring upon us next week? And this is, I always warn my guests, I have no i have no clue what Chancey will bring, so I can't promise anything. I don't understand why you got to be like that. Because every <laughs> time, I always try to be, uh, you, know, amen- you, know, you know, amenable. You no, try, that's not, you, it. You, that's you, not you, it. That was if I fuck, that's not the right word. Consider, consider it. Uh, Amenable is a, is the right word. It's it means you know yeah. gracious or or uh, accommodating. Uh, accommodating. Thank you. Amenable. That is the right word for that. Fuck yeah! Chance you got it right. Yeah. Hooked on Potniks works for me. <laughs> but uh, my album, since I'm going to also keep it in the same lane. Is an album that I've wanted to bring up, but I've been waiting for the right opportunity, and I think now might be the time. 
and I'm going to go with uh, Three Six Mafia as the smoke clears. Oh, you motherfucker. I love that CD. As do I, sir. As oh. do I. So you and I are going to have to suffer in trying to narrow it down to five. I almost want to like, I almost want to like remove the uh, ability for any honorable mention on that album just because it'll make it that much more difficult for the two of us to narrow it down. Is that the one to... that has Stay Fly on it? No. 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 No, this no. is back when they were a hardcore group. Yeah, and it's like it's okay. back when they were like they were taking after Insane Clown Posse when they first started trying to be uh, like them. Well, and they had they, yeah, they had the feature song with them and Twisted, if I'm not mistaken, yes, on on that correct. one. You're correct. And then, <clears throat> but I mean, it's yeah. Three Six Mafia. They've always been like party and about that life. Like what you know, what you well, that's like one of my favorite. What you know, what you know. Fucking keys about that oak. Like, yeah, oh it's, shit. It's very similar to all the black movies I've been watching for Master Bears lately. It's all about popping and locking and fucking taking Now ever since I can't remember, I've been popping by collar. Popping, popping by collar. Popping, popping by collar. It's all nice. about that it's all about that gang street life. Like and the first four C's are about fucking literally just a lot of them are about murder, which is amazing. But they but it's I, about that life. But I as, actually, uh, hate, I, I hate Three Six Mafia once MTV got them and they became mainstream. I hate them at that point. As Juicy J says, "You know me, I'm an OG. I don't say it unless I do it." <laughs> See, it's funny you said that, Chancy, because I almost brought Killjoy Club for next week. Fucking oh IC- yeah, fucking ICP and Three Six Mafia's combined rap album. Nice. I almost brought it, but I'm like, nah, I don't want it Three Six Mafia because I guarantee he's heard it before. So, and I like to bring shit I don't think people have heard before because I like to, as Shanna said, this show is a great thing to do because it teaches people about music they never heard before. So, I, I heard, there's a reason Marilyn Manson hasn't been in the show yet. <laughs> I, uh, I went with this not so much because of the whole maybe nobody's ever heard of it, but at the same time, it's kind of like I want to keep it in the same vein for our client or our client, our uh, next, uh, guest and then at the same time i have yet to choose a three six mafia album and i enjoy three six mafia a great deal Me too. i mean I, I i haven't chosen one yet either but there's still more to choose from so that's a great thing <laughs> and when it came like as the smoke clears was actually like the first album of theirs that I was exposed to directly. I was exposed to a lot of their independent songs beforehand through, you know, Napster and Oh, and, Napster. <laughs> Only the cool kids know. <laughs> oh, I I fucked with Napster for a minute before it got shut down, but I Yeah, was, he was, I was yeah, little... I remember you talking about how you were only able to use it for a little bit. I was like, "Ah, you, I, you only merely adopted the Napster. Mm. I was I there in its inception. <laughs> well, thank you guys for having me. I so appreciate was, it. This is fun. Oh, it was an a, absolute pleasure. It was a pleasure, and who knows? We we'll, we'll have our guests back on for a second time at some point in the next. I, in the next yeah, year I really so. like this. Definitely have me back. Awesome. Oh, we will. I'm super glad that you enjoyed it. We will. Most of our guests will be coming back on. So, at and some I'm point, I'm sure you guys will be back for a sip list. So, oh, we're always more than back. happy to. I'm always down for a sip lip. So, 
but I'll look forward to doing that next Friday night with masturbators. But, yeah, it's what all the cool kids are doing. If you haven't done sip libs, you're not part of the cool kids club. You and, know, fun and, fact, and, when when Jeremy first brought it up and said something, I thought he said syphilis. <laughs> I was like, the fuck are we doing? No, nah, fam. We, like, we, no, I'm, I'm, mm. no. We hold, we, hold the syphilis, sir. No, we, we talked about that in Master Bears last week, too. Because <laughs> like, DeAndre, DeAndre said the same thing, because he... He's like, he's like, man. Every time someone says syphilis, I think of syphilis, and I'm like, I'm like, God why, damn what? it! What the fuck? I'm you like, well, my entire well, life if you, now. If you say it fast, it does sound like that. Because the first time I said it to my wife, I'm like, yeah, I'm doing a podcast with Amanda from syphilis, and she's like, what'd you get from Amanda? <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm I, like, I was thinking about it in the context of like, how would it sound if I was trying to explain it? I was a little bit drunk. Hey, I'm going to be on this show. It's called Syphilis. Okay, we at the Sip List do not promote STDs like syphilis. We Thank promote enunciation, though. We promote enunciation. And good night. <laughs> <laughs> we, pr- we promote enunciation when we say that name. That's, that's what I do in my house. The we promote sip. safe condom sex. Oh, fuck condoms. <laughs> they, make, they make it less fun. Well, you know, you got to play it safe unless, you know, you know. Get her on the pill. <laughs> but that's You got to play it safe if you're out in the world. Like, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. That's fucking, like, come on now. She has to take hormone-affecting bodily-affecting pills, and you can't wear a fucking rubber all right, we gotta talk I, about this later. Wait, hold I, on. I'm I'm totally pro condom. I'm like I, I I especially out in the world, like like that's I mean, just. Chance needs those back to back cells. Like like I'm married. I don't want to use condoms. That's the perks of being married. But also, I'm too old to be on the pill, and also the pill sucks. So what are you gonna do? But for people who are not married, just use a fucking condom and maybe have another backup because depending on where you live, you can't do shit about fuck if you get pregnant. Right. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I raw dogged it for 15 years and I ain't had no kids, so I'm good. <laughs> You're an asshole. Do you know that? Oh, God, yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> Chancey does too. It's why he loves me. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's a very rare occasion where I actually, you know, come off smelling like a rose, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to take it every chance I can. I mean, Chancey's one to talk about just putting the tip in an eyeball to see how it feels. But hey, just listen, a second, just to see how it feels. It's it's hey, it's I, first off, it's all about consent. Second of all, I already said I ain't taking the eye out and doing it. She's got to already have the eye removed, and it's got to be like okay with her. Otherwise, I am not about that life. Some hostile go now. <laughs> oh. Well, yes, that, that's going to do our show. I don't for understand. I want to go now. He missed. He missed. Key. Chancy, <laughs> damn it, damn it, Lurch, get back in the basement. You're freaking out the guest. <laughs> but yes, that that'll be our show tonight. And we thank Amanda for coming once again. Thank you. And we will catch our way next. Traumatized. Thank you. Oh, welcome to the show. But we'll be back next week. See you guys then.